I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Peaky Blinders Season 4, Episode 6, The Company. The two fighters make their way to the ring for the big fight. Thomas sits backstage away from the noise and commotion. He hears footsteps and is joined by Alfie. Alfie reveals he's had a revelation having seen a beautiful house in Margate and made a decision to sell everything he has to buy himself some time. He tells Thomas he'll see him one day by the pier and leaves. In the ring, Goliath is getting the upper hand when Thomas returns. Arthur's worried about the people around them, but Thomas reassures him they're fine. In the ladies' room, Lizzie tells Ada she's pregnant with Thomas's child. Polly's asked to use her abilities to find out if it's a boy or a girl, saying she's having a girl and should call her Ruby. In his corner, Bonnie's told by Abarama to take the fight. Arthur, a boxer, is concerned by the men in Goliath's corner and their apparent lack of know-how. Thomas tells him it's the pills messing with his head. A man walks from Goliath's corner and, suspicious, Arthur follows. We see the man prepare a garrote in the dressing room as Arthur approaches. In the ring, Bonnie is dropped but gets back to his feet as a round in the betting intensifies. A second man leaves Goliath's corner and this time Thomas follows. Polly too gets up to investigate where the boys have gone. Arthur's attacked from behind and garroted. He struggles but falls lifeless to the floor. Thomas arrives and shoots the attacker dead. Walking from the scene, he bumps into Polly. Shell-shocked, they return to ringside as Bonnie celebrates a win. Thomas tells Lizzie Arthur's dead. Polly pulls Linda aside and we see her crumble in tears. Backstage, Finn and Aisha have the second man. Thomas pistol-whips and beats him, then tells Finn to take the man's eyes. Finn removes his cap and obliges his brother. Thomas enters the ring, firing his gun into the air, shouting that his brother is dead. On the streets of Birmingham, a gypsy cart carries the body of Arthur Shelby. Inside the Shelby house, Polly speaks over the phone to Michael, telling him Abarama will bring him to them. Michael arrives and hears a plan for him to go to New York has been put in place. His train leaves in an hour. That night, Thomas makes a call to America, but we don't hear who's on the other end of the line. At Arthur's gypsy funeral, Mrs Changretta arrives carrying a white flag. Later, she says unless Thomas hands all business over to her family, Luca will kill them all. Luca arrives at Alfie's there to buy his business. Instead of Alfie, they find a wired hand grenade and conclude Alfie must have already left town. Luca declares on the basis of that, all of Alfie's businesses are now his. Lizzie bursts in on Thomas and Polly. She demands to know why Thomas never visits her. He explains they've been busy preparing for tomorrow. 
Luca is coming for their business, having already taken Alfie and Sabini's. Thomas says he's going to let him have it. Inside the gin distillery, Luca and his men meet with Thomas, Finn and Polly. He's amused by what remains of the Peaky Blinders, then presents papers drawn up by his lawyer for the handover of everything the Shelbys have. Luca drops a pen to the table, telling Thomas to sign the paper on his knees. Thomas stores and Luca throws the table aside and demands he gets on his knees. As Thomas stoops, he tells him he had to find someone bigger than Luca is. He talks about families in Brooklyn who want to take what the Changretas have, but can't risk starting a war in New York. However, should Luca die overseas in a vendetta against a bookmaker, they could take his business without risk. Polly then mentions they've also been talking to a businessman in Chicago, namely Al Capone, who is equally keen to see the Changretas fall. Thomas points to Luca's men, declaring they work for the highest bidder, and Luca realises he's on his own. Disturbed by the news and placed on the back foot, he goes for his gun, but Thomas knocks it from his hand and a fistfight ensues. As Thomas gets the upper hand and smashes Luca against the table, Arthur walks in. What? We flash back to the night he supposedly died. Thomas tells Polly Arthur is injured but is alright, however they need to convince people he's dead. Everyone but them and Linda should believe he's gone. Luca looks in stunned silence at Arthur as the presumed dead man raises a gun and kills him. Thomas tells the Mafia men to let Chicago know Michael will sign the important deal to New York for 300 barrels of gin a month. After the bloodshed and the bombshells, everyone gathers at Thomas's home to celebrate. Arthur makes a speech, saying he's made a decision to stay rather than go to America. Now all their enemies are gone and they finally have peace. He then proposes Thomas take a holiday and rest. We cut to Thomas on a beach in Margate. He finds Alfie Solomons. Thomas says he's no business reason to kill Alfie, but he does have bad blood reasons. Alfie appears willing to accept his fate. Thomas raises his gun as Alfie reveals he has cancer. Thomas prepares to kill him, demanding he look him in the eyes, but instead Alfie spins and fires a gun hidden in his pocket. As Thomas falls, he gets a shot off that cuts through Alfie's face, but both men hit the deck. Thomas gets back to his feet and approaches Alfie. We then see him walking away from the body. We jump forward three months. Thomas is on the golf course but suddenly throws his club and walks away. We see him fishing, lost deep in thought, flashing back to the war. As a hunt passes nearby, he leaps for the water. He's a man lost in his own mind on a descent, gathering speed. Polly meets him having been to a doctor. She says it might be nerves kicking in now he's resting with nothing else to occupy his mind. The next day, Thomas decides he's done enough resting and leaves the house. He arrives at the Shelby house, warmly welcomed by Arthur. He passes a note to Niall Devlin for Jesse Eden, then tells him he's free to join his family in Glasgow. Later, he tells Polly he's had an idea. We see Jesse reading the letter. Thomas requests to meet her, saying it's now time for a change. He kisses her and declares her course is now his course, and he wants to meet those who can take things further. Jesse gives him the name Casey Douglas, a contact with London and Moscow. We cut between scenes of Jesse and Thomas having sex and her making a call to Douglas. Later, Thomas meets Arthur Big, the man who called the king to save his family from the gallows in episode one, to confirm he's made contact with a Soviet agent in the Birmingham Communist Party, then suggests he could be of great use to Big. Thomas states with cover he could ensure the communists will never succeed. In return for his work, he puts a proposal on the table that has Big questioning if he's serious. We cut to a polling station. The Shelby stroll in. Thomas's name is among the candidates up for election. At the count, we hear that Thomas has won a huge landslide victory. He leaves the building as the newest Labour Member of Parliament for Birmingham South. He walks down the stairs, accompanied by his family, 
arm in arm with Lizzie and cradling his new baby daughter. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know, there may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.